And one of the characters that gives us so much inspiration, actually, and shows us what it is to, like, build your career, build your personal life, build your persona and your confidence, is Rachel Green. I grab my drink, I gather my cats, now let's talk about your favorite MILF. Listen, I can't believe this episode is here. I can't believe we have reached the end of season one. It's completely unbelievable to me. I honestly didn't think I was going to make it through an entire season, 21 episodes. It was something unthinkable and unreachable. Um, I have this thing where I always have dreams and things that I want to do and I say I'm going to do them and I work on them, but I never see the end of it. You know, I've been working on a book for a really long time and I haven't seen the end of it yet. So when I decided to start this podcast, I thought, it might be just like the book. I might do a few episodes and I'm going to get tired and then I'm going to let it go or I won't have the time or whatever excuses I could find to think that I wasn't going to make it. But I really enjoy doing this podcast. It allows me to share a part of myself. It allows me to connect with other people who may be feeling things that I'm feeling or who have been where I am or where I have been. And it's nice. It's a nice thing. I, I really do enjoy doing this. And honestly, who doesn't enjoy just sitting in their car or their closet and just talk for over 20 minutes about whatever the hell they want without interruptions and without judgment? Because I don't know if you're judging me once you listen to this episode. While I'm doing it, there are no judgments. It's just me and my headphones talking about whatever I want. And that's one of the most beautiful things I believe that we can do as human beings to get to know ourselves, just, you know, talk to ourselves, write, paint, whatever it is, a form of expression that you choose. It's the best way to get to know yourself. And doing this podcast has helped me get to know myself a little bit better or, you know, reestablish the beliefs that I had about myself. I believe that, you know, my MILF-loving stand part was always something that I kept hidden because I was so afraid that I would be judged. You know, for a really long time, I was scared of that. And I always kept it separate from my quote-unquote real life. I remember that I would not let anybody that I knew in real life follow me on Twitter for the longest fucking time. Just because I was afraid. First of all, I wasn't out of the closet, so I was afraid they would realize I was a lesbian. And I would have to have that conversation. But also because I was afraid to be judged for the things that I liked. You know, the movies that I watched, the actresses that I fell in love with and followed and talked about. And I didn't want people to ruin that for me. But as I got older and I started to realize and understand that that's my thing, you know. I, this is what I like. This is what I enjoy. This is what makes me happy. That's when I realized that it doesn't matter what people think or say about what you like. And that's when I was like, you know what? We know each other in real life. If you want to follow me on Twitter, go ahead and do it. Good luck to you because I sound insane. All I do is talk about TV shows, fictional couples, MILFs, books, music, everything that just makes me happy and I'm passionate about. And I always 
tweet this thing like, oh, I'm so sorry for the people who know me in real life. I know I'm a really smart person with her bachelor's degree and everything. And here you just see me like a freaking out lesbian over a new actress every different month. But I didn't want to hide that part of myself anymore because it's just who I am. So when I decided to do this podcast, I knew that I was exposing myself even more. People that I don't even know were going to listen to this, hopefully. And people who knew me were going to listen to this and get to see a different side of me that many probably didn't know. And I came to realize that this is something that I do in every area of my life. I keep a certain part of myself hidden just for fear of being judged or, I don't know, looked at differently. But recently, this has happened at one of my jobs, I have completely taken that fear out of my mind. I do still have anxiety, but that's because I have anxiety in every aspect of my life all the time. No matter what I'm doing, I'm having anxiety. And everybody at both my jobs knows that. I'm always making jokes about how everything that I do is anxiety-driven. The anxiety is just pushing me to keep going forward. But this whole part of me that is like older women loving me, that I've always kept a secret because, you know, I didn't want to seem crazy and I didn't want to seem weird or whatever. It came out at one of my jobs in the last few weeks and I have honestly have never felt more comfortable at work. The fact that I can talk about who I like and what I like and just not be judged directly at least maybe people are judging me in the back but I don't know about it you know and people are just laughing at my freakouts and how flustered I get and making jokes about it and it's something nice it makes me feel comfortable like I earned the space that I occupy at that job and I truly do enjoy my job and my co-workers and I have fun and I look forward to going in some days other days I completely hate it and I don't want to go in But for the most part, I do. And it's because I'm no longer afraid of being myself. For the longest time, I was so quiet at that job. And I didn't really talk to anybody until my best friend started working there. Well, that's where I met him and we became best friends. But until then, I hadn't really talked to anybody. And now I don't give a fuck anymore. This is who I am. You can take it or leave it. You can like me or not like me. But the truth is that I love myself. And I'm so confident in my personality. There are aspects of myself, physically mostly, that I'm still not confident about. But my personality, who I am, my beliefs and my opinions are something that I am 100% confident in. And that's what I'm proud of showing at work. And why I'm talking about this is because this week's MILF is a MILF that in one particular character we saw grow up and mature and became her own independent woman both in her career and in her personal life she is a woman that everybody knows everybody talks about she's on twitter all the time like being talked about on twitter all the time i don't know anybody who doesn't like her which is a plus nowadays and she is in one of the most famous well-known most recognized most spoken of TV shows ever, particularly again this year with the reunion happening. 
And yes, I am talking about one of the female leads of Friends and particularly about Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston is a goddess among men. She is beautiful and she is talented. And like I said, I don't know anyone who doesn't like her. Everybody that I talk to about her likes her. Nobody has anything bad to say about her, which goes to show that when you're not as problematic in the public, people like you and you age gracefully and people follow your career and they're proud of everything you do and they like your movies and your shows and everything. And it helps that she was in one of the biggest TV shows in history, Friends. Most people that I know love Friends. There are a few haters who, you know, hate everything, so they have to hate the show. But most people love Friends. It's a show that gives us comfort. I've watched it so many times. I, my friends, my family, they've all watched it so many times. And it's, it's a show that makes us happy and that you can relate to. Because you see these people who, you know, start get forming their careers, forming their relationships, their lives, their families, the path that they're going to follow. And so many of us now are in that situation. You know, our parents, when they were watching it, they were in that situation. Maybe when we first started watching it, we weren't. But as we got older, we came to understand them more and more. And one of the characters that gives us so much inspiration actually and shows us what it is to like build your career build your personal life build your persona and your confidence is rachel green rachel green comes from a life of absolute privilege where she's rich and she's white and she's straight and she has everything that she has ever wanted she's spoiled as hell her parents have given her everything from the moment that she was born because they could do it, so they just did it, you know? She didn't have to do anything for herself up until one point. And that's when we, the audience, meet her. We meet her when her life is shifting completely. She decides to stay, take a step back from all this life. You know, she leaves her fiancé at the altar and she runs away. And now she has to make a life of her own and for herself. And how she tells her dad, you know, this famous thing that she doesn't want to be a shoe anymore. And she stops being a shoe. She becomes whoever the fuck she wants to. You know, she has to get a job. She starts at the coffee shop. She knows that she loves fashion and that's what she wants to follow. And in the end, she gets the career that she always dreamed of. Which is what so many women nowadays aim to achieve. That's what we want. We want a career that makes us happy and fulfills us. And it's okay if that's your goal. It's okay if that's what you want. And Rachel shows us. She had basically no confidence in herself at the beginning because, you know, life was completely different now. She was broke. She needed to make money to survive, to pay rent, to start living with Monica and all the friends that she was making now. And so she starts at the coffee shop, like so many of us who start serving or have side jobs as serving because it's that one career that's going to help us until we reach our goals. And I relate a lot to Rachel in the sense that once I decided to be independent and be on my own, I had to do every little career that would allow me 
to get to my final goal. Have I reached my final goal? Definitely not. There's so much more that I want to do and so much further that I want to go. But as of right now, this is helping me. You know, I I did internships. I worked at a daycare. I worked at a doctor's office and I started serving. And those were just, you know, stepping stones to get to my big girl job right now that is writing in media relations and it's closer to what I want to do for the rest of my life and Rachel started in the coffee shop and she ended up working in fashion and being really good at her job being a boss and leading the career that she realized that she wanted once she stepped away from the life of privilege and I believe that that's inspiring for all of us, you know. It says that you have the possibility and the opportunity to change your life around. Obviously, this is a TV show and it can be romanticized and it can show different things and make it seem easier. But truth is that if you work hard, you can reach your goals and you can make your dreams come true. As hard as it may seem at the beginning, it's possible. And trust me, it is hard. I remember when I graduated college, I was so desperate because I couldn't find a job that was related to what I studied. And then obviously I moved to the middle of nowhere and it was even harder to find a job related to what I wanted to do. So I did all of these different jobs that would allow me to survive, to stay afloat, to have a roof over my head, to have food, to feed my cats until I was able to do something that was related to what I wanted to do. It wasn't until 2020 that someone started paying me to actually do what I love, which is writing. And it can be disheartening to go through all of that and not find the job that you want. And I know it because I lived it and because I have so many people around me who are still going through it. It makes you be so frustrated and it makes you feel like life isn't worth it at one point it's like I'm so tired I keep looking and I keep applying and I keep doing everything that I was supposed to do but I'm not getting there and it's even more heartbreaking when you try to apply to a job and it's like oh you need seven years of experience but nobody's giving you the experience and nobody's paying you for that experience that you may have so it's like you're always looking for the next job you can apply to and then you realize you're not qualified but you still apply and then if you're qualified they're not paying you what you deserve it's hella complicated the work world is extremely complicated and I feel that Rachel does show that in her entire character development obviously she has a personal character development as well in which you know she becomes more aware of her privileges she becomes more aware of who she is and what she wants and who she is away from her family who she is as her own person you know and she has different boyfriends and obviously there's the relationship with Ross which adds a lot to her character you may or may not like them but it helps build who she is as a person and in the end you know they have a daughter they end up together so her personal life built up to that moment and to its to that moment when she can be a mom and a family woman and be in a relationship and in love but at the same time she's a boss ass bitch at what she does she's really good and she worked so hard and fought so hard to get to that point which also goes to show 
that women are allowed to have both things if they want to. If you want to have a family and you want to have a career, you can have it. Whatever you set your mind on, you can have it. Yes, there's a lot of controversy because Rachel gets off the plane and she gives up on her dream job to stay with Ross, which a lot of people don't agree with. You know, they believe that she should have gone, that she should have taken the job, she should have done what was good for her and not just stick around for a man. But at the same time, I feel that that goes with her character development, you know, in which she walked away from a life that she didn't want but was made to believe that was for her. And now she's choosing the life that may not have been chosen for her, but that she wants and that she likes and makes her feel good. And it's good for her daughter as well. So there's going to be a lot of debate on that, depending on which side you stand. But at the end of the day, I believe that we can all say that Rachel is a good representation of what life is and can be. You start at the bottom, literally, and then you can go to the top. And that's what she did. Because after she walked away from her wedding, she had nothing. She relied on Monica and everybody else who took her in and, you know, gave her a new life. But she had to build that for herself. She had to get the money. She had to get the experience, the resources, everything. And that's how a lot of women create a life for themselves the changes that they make to what was established or predetermined for them because they see their, themselves somewhere else and I think that that's a beautiful thing about being a woman we are so resilient and we keep working and we never give up we just keep fighting for what we know we deserve and what we want and I think that a lot of us are still doing that I am constantly doing that I'm working two jobs I work my ass off uh, I have my weekends off which are like my two days of pure enjoyment because the rest of the week I'm just working and hustling and trying to make that money in that profession that's going to lead me to where I want to be and when I'm counting my money or my pennies and paying my bills and saving and whatever I feel so happy and so grateful for the fact that I'm doing this and I know that in the end it's going to be worth it one day you know whenever I get to have my beach house with my wife and my kids it's going to have been extremely worth it to get home after midnight most nights because I'm working both jobs and I leave so early in the morning and I come back so late my poor cats but it's going to be worth it I'm going to have the life that I always dreamed of for myself and maybe we don't want to be shoes. We want to be anything else. And I feel that that's what women do. We break the mold and we become someone completely different. And we fight so hard for it because we have to. And that's what I've been doing with this podcast. I feel like I've been fighting to get a different voice out there. I don't know how many people will hear it. I don't know how many people will listen and pay attention and feel that they can connect to something that I'm saying but the podcast has allowed me to express myself to put my thoughts out there to manifest different things and to feel accomplished because I didn't give up I didn't stop doing this I 
I didn't do two episodes and just say, like, you know, nobody's going to listen, whatever. Let's just cut it. No, I did a whole season. This is a whole entire season, 21 episodes that you guys have been listening to, which is insane. I am so thankful and so grateful to every single person that pressed play on those episodes. The Sarah Paulson episode is almost at 200 plays. The Angela Bassett episode is one play away from a hundred plays. Do you know how insanely happy that makes me? Like, I don't do it for the numbers, but it makes me so happy to see that there are people out there listening to what I'm saying. And if anything that I say resonates with you, that's even better. So I have been so happy doing this season. It has made me really happy to express myself, to use this time to talk, to whoever is listening. I have recorded in two different apartments, in a closet, in my car. It's been insane. I've learned about audio and I learned about recording because I didn't know anything when I started. I just wanted to do a podcast that would allow me to talk about lesbian things and lesbian stereotypes and life and women and MILFs. And I did it. And somehow... There's an audience out there that's listening and it just, it makes me so happy and I'm really proud of myself for sticking through with it and just completing an entire season and I promise I will be back for season two. I'm going to take a few weeks off to think about what we can do for season two, how we can keep improving this podcast, create more content for our social media for the next few episodes and we will be back for a second season because there are so many more MILFs to talk about there are so many lesbian topics to talk about and I want to have more friends join me so that we can keep opening the discussion to other people to share their experiences to share the MILFs that they love to share their story because life and our world and our society is all about stories And we need to learn how to listen to each other and respect each other. And I want to once again thank you for listening to me, respecting me, and letting my story be a tiny part of your story as well. Our drinks are empty. Our cats are ready for a nap. So join me next season and let's talk about your favorite MILF. And if you like talking about your favorite MILF, please leave me some comments, review the podcast, let me know what you think of this, and let's help other lesbians find us, other cats join us, and let's keep talking about your favorite MILF.